Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast made by fans like you for fans like you. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. I am your host, Joe Kuzma, finally, finally fully recovered from a horrible Steelers loss to the Philadelphia Eagles last Sunday, fully prepped, loaded, and prepared for Sunday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs, a Big game for the Pittsburgh Steelers here in the AFC. An AFC game, as like I said, the Philadelphia Eagles lost. The blow kind of somewhat softened because it was not in the AFC conference. Will not have as big a bearing on tiebreakers and whatnot, provided that the Steelers can continue to move forward, pull ahead, and play like they did in the first two games of this season. I look for a big bounce back with this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Maybe not so much with the defense. We're going to cut into all of these breaking stories, but the biggest one obviously is the return of Le'Veon Bell. 
before being lost to injury in 2015, Le'Veon Bell was one of the top backs in the entire National Football League. 692 yards from scrimmage in only six games. 556 of those were rushing, and he had three touchdowns. Now, when Bell played this Sunday's opponent, the Kansas City Chiefs, when he played them last year, this was this game was played at Arrowhead Stadium. Bell had 121 yards rushing. 16 yards receiving, and that was with Landry Jones under center because Big Ben was hurt and still sitting out an additional game. Let me tell you, Le'Veon Bell was just on a pace to shatter just about anything and everything. He was top 10 in the league in rushes with 20-plus yards, gained 100-plus yard rushing games, runs for first downs in total rushing yards overall. In fact, only... Only Baltimore's Justin Forsett had more rushing yards than Bell. That was on 20 more carries and with two more games played than Le'Veon had played. So Bell's impact in coming back for this big primetime matchup cannot be understated just how great he was before he got hurt last year. And then, of course, the numbers that he put up in previous seasons, nothing to sneeze at whatsoever. Le'Veon Bell in 2014, a full 16-game, well, almost all full 16 games, of course, he got taken out, headhunted in that Cincinnati Bengals game, the final game of the season, which may, may have costed the Steelers an opportunity at a Super Bowl in 2014. I think many of us fans feel that same way, but Le'Veon, getting 1,361 yards that particular season, eight touchdowns, and of course, as I have been touting all along, he may be the second best receiver on this Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. He was targeted the second most and had the second most receptions two seasons removed, 105 targets, 83 receptions, 854 yards. He had three touchdowns as a receiver, 11 total touchdowns, and of course, over 2,000 yards all-purpose that is in 16 games. He, of course, lost three this year due to suspension, but looking forward to seeing Juice back on the field. And and someone had asked over at SteelCityUnderground.com if I felt any larger expectations due to how well D'Angelo Williams has played in Bell's absence. D'Angelo, a very good player, as they say there, 1A and 1B. There's no such thing as an RB2, but let me tell you what. Like, you might want to say that um, if, if you want to say D'Angelo is a 10 out of 10, Le'Veon is off the charts. There is just, an, it's like having Antonio Brown. Uh, there's just no better, I, I don't I don't see. I don't see how D'Angelo Williams, though he has done great, I love D'Angelo Williams. Le'Veon Bell is just on a whole other planet. It's like you have the top tier, you have the gold standard, and then you go platinum. That's what we're talking about with Lev Bell. And that's kind of what tempers the expectations as to whether or not the Pittsburgh Steelers will lay another egg this Sunday. They are at home, and when you take a look at trends, and someone was talking about trends, I may have heard it on uh, 93.7 The Fan down there in Pittsburgh, maybe. That's where I'm getting it subconsciously. They were saying, Hey, just look at this. This is one of those things where they always lost in Philadelphia. The Eagles have always had their Pittsburgh's number. Like we had mentioned for the preview for last week's game. And this is another thing where the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have they have a record of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. 
There is Mike Tomlin has a stellar record after a loss. Jim Ricalto, uh, one of the writers over at Steel City Underground, wrote about this just the other day, and you could check it out. And he he had mentioned several statistics, such as the Steelers are seven and two under Mike Tomlin, coming off the first loss of a season. Uh, the Steelers, of course, are five and two against the Chiefs in prime time. They're one and zero at home with the overtime victory several years ago. That was a miserable game in the rain. And let's talk about weather here for a second. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, hopefully Pittsburgh, is starting to get colder, a little, it's starting to get uglier. It's beginning to look a lot like Halloween, not Christmas, here in western Pennsylvania, northeast Ohio, this particular area of the country. We are looking at, uh, for Sunday night football, I believe, a low of 52. There's not supposed, supposed to be the partly cloudy, maybe a chance of rain earlier in the day. Hopefully that shower just passes over. You know how weather forecasting is, just as long as it doesn't rain. But I want to see a nice turf for Heinz Field on Sunday for Sunday night football because that slop, whatever happened in Philadelphia, just I don't know if it was filled with injury bugs or what, but it definitely hurt the Steelers in more ways than one. But just the records again, the Steelers five and two against the Chiefs in prime time, one and zero at Heinz Field. They are fourteen and seven in home primetime games since two thousand eleven. That would be over the last five years. And they are currently on a five game winning streak on Sunday night football. They're looking to extend another streak of two Six consecutive regular season wins at home dating back to November 8th of 2015. Andy Reid is no stranger to consecutive wins himself. The Chiefs rattle off 10 consecutive regular season wins to finish 11-5 and and earn the playoff berth. And he also led them to their first playoff win against the Houston Texans last year. I think I read that as 22 years, but I don't have it in front of me. That's how long it had been since the Chiefs had won a playoff game. So we are spoiled as Steelers fans. We are used to winning and winning big. So when it happens to us for the first time since 1989, I get that there's a huge panic. A lot of people are thinking, too, Doug Peterson, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, right now he was the OC in Kansas City. But you have to understand from a coaching standpoint here, uh, the Chiefs, well, similar dink and dunk, and we're going to talk about Alex Smith here in a second. While similar, Andy Reid has Brad Childress, who used to work with Mike Mike Tomlin and Brad Childress, used to work together with the Vikings, by the way. Uh, Brad Childress and another gentleman whose name is now escaping me. However, they put together this offensive game plan, but it's Andy Reid who does all the play calling as the head coach. Okay, so Andy Reid was calling the plays even last year. Doug Peterson is a head coach and a whole different thing going on in Philadelphia. I don't know necessarily that the Chiefs have the same personnel, but the Chiefs, their success, all owed. They, I remember this was a very bad loss last year where many of us thought going into Kansas City that the Steelers, uh, they should win, even with Landry Jones, right? And there were some bad things that happened in that game. It was one of the uglier losses of the season last year where I could I could rattle off some parallels other than the score, which are very similar to this Philadelphia Eagles game that was just played. And this was the catalyst for the Chiefs because when they won this game, they didn't lose again. They went all the way into the playoffs, 10 consecutive wins. This was like this catapulted them. So this was a big deal for them beating the Steelers last year. It gave them some confidence and a boost because had they lost, I think they were going to be 0-7, and they just 
and that would have been it. I mean, pretty much no team has ever come back from that type of deficit before. So the Steelers, though, do have an uphill battle. They do have a number of injuries. We already have seven players that are ruled out officially, already ruled out here on Friday as I record this. And I recorded this a little late. Usually I try to get this to you guys Friday morning, but I had to wait and see just what was the status for these guys. So no surprise here that Sanquez Golson's out. He hasn't been ready yet and probably won't be. Uh, we saw Roosevelt Nix was getting a little bit of work in practice, as was Cody Wallace, hoping to have one or two uh, or both of those guys may be available, but they have been ruled out as well for Sunday. The ones that really sting here are some of the starters that are out. Robert Golden, that safety, will be out for this game. Defensive play caller Ryan Shazier, also out for this game. Ramon Foster, our starting left guard, will be replaced by B.J. Finney, who actually did pretty pretty good, got a high uh, pro football focus grade. A lot of people said, uh, Tevin, I'm giving you a call out again. Who really cares about some of that? Well, somebody has to. They put a lot of stock into this on TV. The NFL has money in it now. All this analytics stuff. Let's just put it this way. Ben Roethlisberger gave BJ a lot of praise. He will be at home not having to deal with a silent count in front of the Heinz Field faithful. So this is going to help him in, some, in his second game of action. And of course, um, Eli Rogers, as we know, was walking around with a boot on. So he is also ruled out. But missing from this, who hasn't practiced this week, was Sean Davis. In uh, Mike Tomlin's Tuesday press conference had said, uh, Davis has to practice in order to be out there. But this this is getting very thin here, getting very thin at the whole defensive back position, actually, in the de- in the whole defense. So you're probably looking at Vince Williams stepping in for Ryan Shazier. And Jordan Dangerfield, not Shamarco Thomas, has been getting the first team reps in practice this week. Uh, may be starting at safety there if Sean Davis cannot go. So in, in that place, we're going to see a very similar shift where Davis went to the safety. You had Artie Burns on the outside. Uh, William Gay moved on the inside to play the slot, where naturally is his better position, of course. Ross Cockrell playing on the other outside. and been playing some lights out football himself. So moving forward, I know a lot of people are really, really, really concerned about facing this defense, facing the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Like I said, Alex Smith pretty much known as, well, I don't want to say dink and dunk, but captain check down. You're going to see some, maybe some similar stuff. We're going to see the return of Jamal Charles, which could be a similar problem that the Kansas City Chiefs defense is going to face in Le'Veon Bell. Very similar threats. You're going to see some of the screen passes and outside runs. You're going to see you're going to see a few more passes that actually go downfield and just watching some of the Kansas City Chiefs games thus far this season. They do give up some sacks. Alex Smith does get hit. They have turned the ball over, but it's not highly likely. The one thing is is that Alex Smith is very conservative. Very conservative quarterback, Andy Reid, very conservative in his play calling. So if the Steelers can get their tackling down, which I said in our dual opinions feature on SteelCityUnderground.com, they could get their tackling down and just make sure. I, You know, Kelsey didn't necessarily have like the biggest game against the Houston Texans and just watching some of the QB play back and forth, it was very very difficult to kind of gauge because Ryan Fitzpatrick was just outright awful. And most people keep hearing and keep hearing and keep hearing about how 
The Chiefs forced all of these turnovers against the Jets last week. They got six interceptions. I mean, there were tipped passes. There were passes where Fitzpatrick was just staring down the receiver. And there were some, I mean, he just, there was a flat out. Now, don't get me wrong. Marcus Peters, who leads the league with four interceptions, he is an okay, not okay, he's he's made some really great plays. But two of those plays themselves are just a bad QB play, being in the right spot. And then the other ones, I mean, he almost looks like Antonio Brown or like one of these top flight receivers out there. The guy can play. He'd been dealing with the flu all of this week and actually practiced on Friday. So looks like Peter's going to be good to go on the other side. Philip Gaines, however, has been dealing with knee trouble. So... The Chiefs might be down and hurt in their secondary as well, and it's interesting to see if Marcus Peters will be fully hydrated and recuperated in time for Sunday. He could be, but, I mean, you're dealing on he got to practice, so he basically got one day of practice, and he's going to get one day of rest after dealing with an illness. Will be interesting. Of course, Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles is coming off a pretty bad knee injury, missing the first three weeks of this season because he wasn't ready yet. It's very difficult to see are difficult to know, but in his place, if he's not ready to go, Spencer Ware has 387 yards from scrimmage, 202 rushing, 185 receiving, first three weeks of the regular season. It's the second highest total in the NFL thus far. And as far as a scrimmage yard, some of those are a lot of yards after the catch on these uh, designed plays, these real short passes and whatnot. So the Steelers are going to have to make sure they tackle, make sure they watch for these short plays because nine of the passes that Carson Wentz threw Deal through on last Sunday never went past the line of scrimmage. They were all zero-yard screens or behind the line of scrimmage when thrown. So physically, only four of those passes actually traveled eight yards or further than eight yards. Everything else of those 23 completions, 19 of them were less than eight yards. A lot of missed tackles, a lot of extended plays. The Steelers only have one sack so far this season. It's barely even a sack and took them however many seconds to get to Andy Dalton. Uh, 6.8 seconds I actually have here from the snap to the sack. That is like 210th this year according to some next-gen stats. So, but against the Texans, I think this is kind of the blueprint the week before. Uh, the Chiefs had a very good defensive game against the Jets. However, Alex Smith was 20 of 37 for only 186 yards. No TDs, no turnovers there. Travis Kelsey, 5 for 34, a long of 11. And Macklin had a long of 17, catching six balls for 68 yards. It's kind of the blueprint. I watched uh, Brock Osweiler go downfield and miss about three or four deep balls to either DeAndre Hopkins or Will Fuller. Uh, I think if Ben's on his game, and I really feel even though Ben had six TDs in the first two games of this season, I feel he hasn't been the sharpest that he could be, and everything's kind of out of sync. So now that uh, Marcus Wheaton has maybe hopefully gotten some of the rust off, I know you're going to be missing Eli Rogers, but Sammy Coates, I'd put him on the outside. Let's see if we could work Wheaton or Brown as the slot, and of course, don't overthrow Jesse James. Ben said on his show, Jesse James sometimes protecting when he shouldn't be, other times not protecting when he should be, so still working out the kinks with the second-year former fifth-round pick from Penn State. Uh, Going back to Alex Smith, of course, though, 
When he has a hundred or better QB rating in a game, he has twenty six and one in those contests. So imperative, imperative the Steelers figure out this pressure. I do think that our secondary hasn't given up the big plays yet. And I don't know that there's a huge drop off if somebody like Artie Burns or Justin Gilbert actually gets to play uh, a significant amount of time in this game as opposed to Robert Golden was playing pretty good, but Sean Davis, of course, playing as the slot corner. So we'll see. We'll see how that ends up working out. And everybody's really worried about Kelsey. Kelsey does lead the Kansas City Chiefs with 17 receptions for 197 yards. He has one TD. He has the second most receiving yards in the NFL among tight ends. So the Steelers are going to have a little bit of a concern there. Tight end has always beat them up and has beat up this defensive scheme. But like I said, it's almost like they've been playing off the ball and whatnot too. So we're gonna we'll, we're gonna see how this ends up working out. I mean, they got to put. I said to the whole team over at Steel City Underground that they got to put a hat on a hat. And I just don't know that sending only like they're not even sending four guys sometimes on some of these rushes, just trying to limit the big play. I don't know that the chiefs have this big playability in them. And we have some burners. We have some fast guys. You look at Burns or even Davis. These are some fast guys. So on the other side though, Marcus Peters has been laid out. Like I said, he had two straight, two interception games and Kansas. He has helped Kansas city to be plus five in turnover differential, which is the third best in the NFL. They got eight turnovers, of course, against the Jets, six of those committed by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Actually, not all Fitzpatrick's fault, like I said, although I think five of the six probably were. There was a tipped one or two tips there as well. Uh, The The Chiefs' defense is also very good in the red zone touchdown efficiency. They've only allowed three of the 13 in the red zone to actually score 23.1%. The Steelers' third down defense is actually pretty solid, too, when you want to talk about defenses. Believe it or not, they actually have to limit more on these first and second down plays, about a third of those third downs actually get converted, and that's the fourth best in the league through these first three weeks. The special teams, however, for the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is going to be a major concern with the Steelers because you got a lot of backups, backup players who are going to be filling a larger role as starters. Let's say somebody, for example, like Vince Williams, or let's say Jordan Dangerfield gets the nod and Sean Davis is sitting. These are guys that now need replaced on special teams. So either they're going to be pulling double duty, or somebody's going to have to step up. And the special teams for the Kansas City Chiefs are very good. Their kicker, Cairo Santos, has hit all seven of his field goals. He has a 54-yard long in Week 2. Uh, Tyreek Hill leads the NFL in punt return yards with nine returns, and he is actually filling in for, the, I believe, DeAnthony Thomas, who is also a very good returner. And... From, well, over the last 10, 11 years, there isn't a punter in the NFL that has had more punts inside the 20-yard line than Dustin Colquitt, the Chiefs punter. Of course, he has a link to the Pittsburgh Steelers as his father, Craig, has many two, in fact, Super Bowl rings, having played with the Steelers from Uh, 1978 through 1984, so there is a link back to the Steelers there as well. I have to say, to really wrap this up, a lot of people are really, really, really concerned about this 
game. I think there's a lot of panic after a blowout. I think a lot of things went wrong in that Philadelphia Eagles game. You don't know. There's just a little bit of shock, and I really equate it to some of the games where the Steelers get injured. Uh, you're trying to fill in Lawrence Timmons and Ryan Chazier on a defensive play-calling side. That's very difficult. You basically go down. It's like having your quarterback on the defensive side. You end up losing one or number one, and then number two, and you're down to your third option, and then they don't even have like the. They're trying to get that radio with the play calling like installed for like Vince Williams, and some of that wasn't working out. So there's a lot of things that they had to iron out. Uh, a lot of some drop passes and some things that just weren't. The, the things weren't just clicking. I mean, Marcus Wheaton drops a surefire touchdown, and the Steelers went straight down the field. And I think. I think eventually some of that just starts to wear on you over time. This reminds me of a very similar period about two years ago when the Steelers lost in Cleveland. I had made mention of that before. There was, I made mention of it several times because that was the garbage time touchdown where Lance Moore spikes the football after they're already losing. I think that was a 31-10 to 10 game in 2014. And then uh, two weeks later, they did have a game in between there that was a pretty tight game with the Texans who still weren't sure that the Steelers were getting it together. Ryan Fitzpatrick in that game playing for the Texans. We didn't know about uh, the, the various turnovers. You had uh, all that scoring at the end right before halftime and then the Texans still gave them a pretty good second half there but it was the game after that two weeks later where Ben Roethlisberger went on the explosion with the multiple six touchdown games. The first one was the giant blowout scoring over 50 points against the Indianapolis Colts at home. That was the one where a lot of people were very concerned. The Colts team looked pretty, pretty good at that point. And the Steelers came in there and took care of business at home. I think we're going to see something very similar here within the next two weeks. If it doesn't necessarily happen and this is a close game with the Chiefs could happen against a Jets team that's struggling on various fronts the week after. I don't want to look too far ahead to that right now, but you may see some very similar similar type of style of play coming into this Sunday night football game from the Kansas City Chiefs, but they are dealing with some injuries. And Tom Ali, I didn't even mention Tom Ali, hasn't been practicing as well. They don't have Justin Houston, so their defense is a little bit banged up. And being able to see the Houston Texans apply some pressure, especially like now Jadavian Clowney, number one pick overall in the NFL draft. I get it. You don't necessarily have that same maybe pedigree with one of the Steelers linebackers, but by the same regard, Clowney so far has not been a stellar player. He has not lived up to his billing, and he has also dealt with injuries, and he was getting some pressure. And you look at the San Diego Chargers, there isn't anybody you could really name on that defense. And they and then they had a pretty solid outing with the Chiefs as well. Uh, they pl- applied a lot of pressure to Alex Smith, and that's where the Steelers need to be right now because this is their slowest start and I don't even remember how long, uh, I believe, and since the 80s. I believe there was something like a 19-sack season. It was one of their worst. So the sky isn't falling. Steelers fans, look forward to having you join me on all of the various social media outlets, particularly Twitter. We will be live tweeting the game on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Sticks should be performing Renegade, but they will be there to do the National Anthem, which we will try and live stream for you via Twitter and Periscope as well. May also be on Facebook Live for a few of these because the, the Periscope feeds have been a little bit eh 
not so great. So uh, look for those in both places, and then you could always replay them. The same with the halftime ceremony with Kevin Green receiving his Hall of Fame ring. And I'm sure, I'm sure at some point there is going to be Renegade played in the stadium in the second half. So be sure to look for all of that. We're also on Instagram now, too, because I've got my arm twisted. So make sure you follow there. There'll be some scoring updates and other various photos throughout the day, tailgating, partying, and whatnot. Until next time, Steelers Nation, don't panic. Don't panic. Hopefully Sunday all things will be good. If not, it's still 500 ball. Season's not over. You're 50-50 for the first quarter of the year. And there's a lot of players coming back and some players that are also uh, banged up, dinged up, and whatnot that will be recuperating and they'll be able to fully reload as the season goes on. Until next time, be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.